It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week we're going through the Disney Plus Day announcements. Yes. The ones uh, that pertain to the show, thankfully. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I feel like more accurately we should say going through Disney Plus's Twitter feed. Yes. Because that's what it ended up yeah. actually being. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk about all that. It, thankfully, there's at least two video clips we can talk about, but that's about <laughs> all we got for, for our end. Uh, Doctor Strange leaks could lead to reshoots, and we'll talk about Whoa, what this means. Oh, Feige wagging his finger. Oh, the, 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 it's like a Feige hammer coming down on us. <laughs> uh, Gundam teases us and more. And more. It's been a hot week out here in the West Coast, which has been a little confusing because November 1st is when the radio and all the department stores start whipping out the, the holiday-themed uh-huh. things. So uh, I had like this moment where I was just blasting the AC in my car this weekend, wow. looking out on the sidewalk, seeing people in like shorts and like, you know, tank tops, like running in like the hot sun. I'm like, can't listen to Rudolph right now. So I had to switch the radio station over. So uh, my brain is like currently in like um, seasonal whiplash. I think we're kind of going back to normal uh, fallish weather uh-huh. for SoCal here on Tuesday. So... I'm just in a, an odd mental state at the moment. Well, and also, like, Thanksgiving for America is in a week. So we bought our turkey because we heard rumors of possible, like, turkey shortages, which I'm sure is mainly – it's going to be more of a psychological shortage than it actually happening. People are probably just going to freak out. So we got, like, a turkey in our freezer already. There's, like, Christmas music on the radio. It's, like, 90 degrees outside, Chris. I don't know what's going on. You, you are, like, completely <laughs> living the opposite mindset that I have right now because for me – it is like 40 degrees rainy and spitting some ice <laughs> and snow out on me. Um, but I don't have any holiday, you know, things going in my head because for work, I actually have to go to Texas this week. So I will actually be in a much warmer region. Uh, it's like eighties down there right now uh, where I'm mm-hmm. headed. It's supposed to cool down, but like I, I have the, the fall weather, but like my mindset is like, now nah, I'm going somewhere hot. So I, I don't have any of that at all, which yeah. is crazy. So, well, I mean, speaking of Texas, I don't know if I've ever followed up on your, your grand burger quest, but when you came out here to the West Coast, when we went yeah. to Comic-Con, you hit up, uh, you hit up the, some of the big, the big ones out here. Are you getting Whataburger down in oh, Texas? Oh yeah. We made sure the town I'm going into for work has a Whataburger for sure. And we're going through Dallas, Fort Worth and the airport has one. Uh, one of my favorite things is, uh, my wife's friends live in Texas and they actually send us bottles of their spicy ketchup from Whataburger. Like, <laughs> so, uh, we keep, we keep a couple of those on hand year round, um, in case I want that. But I, I, and I hate to say this, Mike, don't, don't shoot me. Whataburger was my favorite one from that whole journey I had, if, <laughs> if I'm going to be completely honest. Nothing against In-N-Out, uh, and then what, what do we get? Animal style, right? On the fries, uh, mm-hmm. and everything like it's, it's great, but like, you have to eat it right then. If you wait like five minutes, that that meal's oh, done. Total, um, totally agree. And, and I, I guess another holiday thing that happened is um, a new Shake Shack opened up down the street from us. So we uh, we popped into there and yeah. we got some uh, holiday milkshakes 
So that's one thing that's kind of nice about Shake Shack. They do have like a, a kind of a rotating menu that changes throughout uh-huh. throughout the year. So I've I've just had a boon of burgers over the last like couple weeks. <laughs> well, um, that, that's good because I will tell you right now what you're going to miss out. White Castle has their 1912 slider. And Ooh, what it is, is that? It's essentially like a. It's got a, a slice of lettuce or a slice of tomato, lettuce, and it's like on an actual like meat patty, not like there's steamed squares <laughs> kind of thing. So I'm like, I'm. I, I just saw this this week on a billboard. I'm like, I need to try this. Um, oh man! So White Castle, White Castle's great. I don't care what people yeah, say. Yeah, re- regional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thankfully, I have a couple coworkers who were like, yeah, we like White Castle too. I'm like, great. So you're not gonna judge me when we go get it for lunch one day. Uh, so, but anyway, regional burgers. Anyway, oh, also McRib's back. If you're a McRib fan like <laughs> myself, it is back in action. Uh, most of our oh, conversation. Man. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like, I, I wish we had a, I wish we had a segue into like Cowboy Bebop, but that's probably yeah. not gonna be until next week after we have uh, watched it already, because you know Harold and Kumar go to White yep. Castle. Yeah, yeah, that John Cho. I've I've been watching the animated Cowboy Bebop uh, on like a little little pop picture and picture on my Mac while I've been working on stuff this week. So I'm. I'm burning my way. I would say it's the first four episodes give you a vibe. It's not the first three, Mike. Of this, that, that gotcha. Show. You uh, know what? And I forgot. We, we were trying to think of things that we were watching this week before we were going to jump into the news. Um, but there actually is one thing that I forgot that I was watching. There's this new animated series on Netflix called Arcane, which is, I guess, oh, the subtitled League of, League of Legends show. I know nothing about League of Legends. Literally, the only thing I know about it is it's a video game, and it's one of those video games that's kind of like top-down strategy, real-time. What are those called? Uh, well, that's it, a MOBA. That's, uh, MOBA. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so League of Legends is made by Blizzard, uh, which is World of Warcraft characters, which is great because I will tell you one thing. Um, despite Blizzard's current um, lawsuits with the state of California, Mike, um, <laughs> is actually they know how to build lore for their characters. Like no matter yes. what you're playing, and, Overwatch and or cinematics. I yeah. there was there was a, a period of time where I was keeping up with the cinematics of the game that I've never played before on Warcraft because they always looked great. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I definitely know that they know how to build lore for their characters and build a world which these characters live. Yeah. And Arcane also actually dropped in Fortnite this uh, this week as well, or last week, <laughs> as a, as a character. So yeah, I've yeah I've only watched the first two episodes so far, and I was surprised to see that they're releasing uh, weekly on Netflix, uh, which is not that big of a deal. I I almost prefer weekly at sometimes, but Netflix is kind of known for the drop and binge but it's really good like the animation style is like beautiful they're using like fully 3d modeled characters but they're using like this really great kind of like brushed paint texture over all over all of it so it just looks really painterly it seems like if you take any a, a, a screenshot at any given time it almost looks like concept art so it looks beautiful so far the story is really engaging um, I have no idea if it's if it's following really anything within the video game or if they're just really expanding something because it's like a competitive game, Chris, right? So yeah. it almost kind of like it would be the equivalent of like trying to build a story around like, I don't know, like Street Fighter or like Tekken or something like that. It's like, yeah, technically there's stories for individual characters, but, you know, there's really no arc except well, for like a tournament in those yeah. types of games well i think in in the games like league of legends and, and like you know um uh, overwatch stuff like 
the characters like unlike Street Fighter where you die, you die like Mortal Kombat, right? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like in these, like like you you play multiple like the characters are going to play multiple rounds. You're not really dead in those worlds. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a like the, this is their football league or their baseball league kind of thing, but it's a different different method yeah. there. So um, and it is I, I I pulled up the 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 fandom article and it looks like it is set in the um the world of league of legends just maybe a different town. yeah yeah the world feels really rich uh i i believe arcane the term is what they are calling magic that's kind of even though they also use the term magic i guess it's like uh swappable with the term arcane uh it just so far it's really engaging oh. so there are a couple points when you're watching an episode or two where they kind of highlight maybe a specific looking character or like maybe a sign or a rune or something and you're like oh i think this is probably like an easter egg for the game i don't know it but just based on the context clues that they're giving me around it i feel like if i played the game i'd get a little bit more out of it but so yeah. far everything's really really the- fun so i'm actually going to keep watching the show which is surprising cuz i don't know a yeah. lick about league of legends well that's good that, that's always good and I, I i misspoke the character's not arcane it's in in Cornish with arcane the character in fortnite is jinx the blue haired girl oh okay uh mm-hmm. she's she's the a playable character in in uh, fortnite now so that that's my bad on that so yeah, so a little, little bit of stuff, a little bit of stuff this week. But let's go ahead and jump into mm-hmm. our news here because this is a big week for um, uh, Ghostbusters fan, Mike. Finally, Ghostbusters Afterlife is dropping in theaters this weekend. It has been delayed, 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 mm-hmm. and delayed again. Uh, and then if you were lucky at Chicago Comic Con uh, earlier this year, they played the whole movie for everybody. So we get a dive into... Uh, return to the original Ghostbusters universe and watch um, watch this movie pick up where it's left off. And I've I'm trying to go in as dark as possible, Mike. I don't want to know anything. I'm not watching any trailers. I've even tried to avoid toys in the, in the stores uh, to to not reveal this. But I'm very excited to watch this this weekend. Well, um, well, it's it's fun because they're in like this mid-November slot because uh, we finally have movies that have been pushed to like almost normal release slots, right? Yep. You know, like a James Bond movie coming on coming out in like October like very strange that doesn't usually happen but like a mid-November that is like a big movie slot we've had Doctor Strange Thor movies come out in those slots so Ghostbusters uh you know seeing how the pandemic goes it's slotted for success uh right so we'll see we'll see what happens um I was reminded about the Ghostbusters fandom when I was scrolling through TikTok the other day and there's a meme where you kind of show off your uh big kind of pop culture collection with a specific sound you put in the background and somebody showed this grand display of this whole room covered in like ghostbusters like collectibles and i'm like oh this person this person is the one that's <laughs> really freaking about freaking out about this movie for sure so i i know a lot of people are going to be really happy well, to see this we have a, a, a friend of the show adam uh is a huge ghostbusters fan that's his that's his niche if you will uh so his bread and butter he, that's that's his his go-to he's a he's a ghostbuster guy I, I don't know what their fandom's called um this i guess they're just ghostbusters uh but <laughs> but he he's into it so he he's offered if we need anyone to, to come on and talk about it um to clarify us because again as we mentioned before back when we did the review of the uh ghostbusters 2016 ecto cooler well ecto cooler <laughs> mostly and then answer was that they they renamed the movie answer the call 
um, we we are not precious on anything but the drink of Ghostbusters. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I'd be more than happy to to talk to him about this. And he's excited to watch yeah. it finally. He's got like two screenings planned for next weekend already. So um, yeah, I feel like I do have a little bit of nostalgia for Ghostbusters, but it's confusing nostalgia because I feel like I was presented the movie when I was maybe one or two years too young. Because it's like an adult comedy for the most part. There's like adult themes it's, in there. Where it's SNL it gets, alum, like yeah. alumni, like doing that stuff. So when like you're a kid, it gets like a little weird when you like. There's like there's not like a sex scene, but there's like a bedroom scene, yeah. right? And like you're watching it as a kid, and you're like. This makes me feel like weird, not in like the, you know, like the pre-puberty way, Uh (laughs) not in that way, Chris, but it's just like, this seems kind of odd. But then later on, there's ghosts and there's a gadget. So you're like, ooh, this is fun. So yeah, my nostalgia with Ghostbusters is kind of mixed, but I think that just happens to be with the age I was presented. Yeah. And mine, mine is interesting because mine's a Ghostbusters 2, like nostalgia. And it's not because I like Ghostbusters 2, it's because that was readily available on like every weekend, like channel, like you're always Mm. like, I feel like I was always watching Ghostbusters too, and some people, you know, it's not the better of the two, but but I always remember the the um what is it the uh, Statue of Liberty walking down the thing and they're playing the music uh-huh. and stuff and everyone's cheering them on in New York as usual. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch this again. Uh, the main I, I assume the main actor is Paul Rudd, who I did not assume was Paul Rudd when we saw the first trailers. Well, he's definitely the main marketable yeah. character. We don't yeah. I don't think he'll be the main character per I, se. I think it'll be the kids. I, yeah, I think the kids. Well, one of them is a Stranger Things kid, so he's got that going for him. So mm-hmm. uh, Ghostbusters will be next week, and and we can we can go down that road. So yeah, stay tuned. And, and maybe we'll do a review, Mike. We, we haven't talked about, but there's a lot of moving pieces going on with me me being out of town and the holidays. But we'll, we'll see what we can do for that, mm-hmm. folks. So we'll move along. Uh, other big news this week is on Disney Plus, Shang-Chi is now available to everyone uh, on their Disney Plus accounts. So you don't have to do the premiere access. You're not have to do anything extra. It's all right there, Mike. That's pretty exciting, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think uh, Jungle Cruise is the is the same way. I don't think yes. we have that in our show notes. But, yeah, those are the two things that dropped yes. to celebrate the day of Plus. Did you know that you could get into the park early than everybody else if you had a Disney yeah I saw like a um, I saw a video where like they had like this gigantic blue carpet like in front of like the entrance to like downtown Disney I don't know if it was just Disneyland or maybe also Disney World but but then when I thought about it just for two extra seconds I was just like I'm sure everybody that goes to Disney World already has a Disney Plus subscription, yeah. so I bet the whole uh, VIP ness of it the, wore the, off extremely quickly. The the um yeah, what you spend to go to Disney versus what you actually you know the the six dollars seven dollars a month for Disney Plus is nowhere near yeah that amount, it almost so. seems yeah it almost seems like if you're one of if you have one of those like uh, year memberships for Disney yeah. you know those insanely expensive things they should just throw in Disney Plus yeah. for free almost like that's the consolation Wait, you're coming and buying. <laughs> Our thirty dollar churros. We 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 have your money. We don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't that, 30, so. thirty dollar churros like a ha- half a year at Disney Plus, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the second year of, of Disney Plus. So Shang Chi. This was like their forty five day window expired, I guess, and it's now in there. And then Jungle Cruise was the summer again. I we talked about it a little bit. You didn't like it as much. I love that movie. Um, but Shang Chi, I think, was the big winner. But not only because we got regular Shang Chi. It is the IMAX version of Shang Chi as well. And you're like, Chris, how do you how do you how do you put an IMAX version on there? Well, 
literally IMAX is just a taller frame than a regular movie. And if you check out our video, I've actually got a couple of Shang-Chi examples in there uh, showing the different height ratios of what you would see on a normal cut versus the widescreen version. And uh, yeah. the, 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 the our IMAX is, enhanced version. This is so funny. I mean, this is a cool addition. I feel like this should almost just be default everywhere. But I guess yeah. good for Disney Plus is realizing this is like a marketing opportunity, right? But people always forget that when you queue up a movie on your screen you're almost always getting black bars black at the bars. top and bottom yep. but you're just you just you block it out like mentally it's just not a part of something yep. that you retain when you watch the movie because you know it's a widescreen experience you get that so you just forget that you know oh there could be extra movie up there in those yep. black bars and that's kind of what this and, is right yeah and honestly it's not disney for doing this imax owns um all the imax film rights so like mm -hmm. you it is very very hard and rare to find an imax version of a film um streaming or even on disc uh i think wonder woman 84 um might have been one of the first ones that included imax as like the default option now this doesn't mean you have to go get a special tv you don't have to have anything fancy you're just literally going to see less black bars on the top and bottom when you start playing this which is great because you've you've got that tv real estate you might as well use it right yeah. And um, there, um, they they did this with only thirteen Marvel movies out the gate, which is even crazier. Like, because I know they have more movies that are IMAX mm -hmm. ratio, but they like, did with thirteen IMAX enhanced ones. And I will tell you, the I'm going to go through this list here, Mike. And the first one blows my mind because they did not film this on IMAX; they filmed this on actual film, and that's Iron Man One from two thousand eight. Um, oh, interesting. <laughs> so um, they actually use what's called a larger frame. Like, I think it's like a 35 millimeter frame or something like that and use what's called buffer. So like, um, and then they crop it in editing to the, or not 16 by nine, but whatever the uh, mm -hmm. theatrical ratio is. So they can actually pan and scan themselves across the frame to what they feel they need to. Uh, so it's kind of like it's kind of what a lot of like digital filmmakers do where it's like, oh, we film in like 8K or 4K, but then yeah. we crop like the, the HD yeah. re rectangle out of it that we want to use. Yeah, the <laughs> sensors are truly the size of your TV, but like then they crop it down to the theatrical version because that's what they want mm -hmm. you to see. So Iron Man, if you go watch it, a lot of the desert scenes, I know this, um, the Jericho missile scene where he's like, you mm -hmm. know. My favorite line is like, that's how dad did it. That's how America does it. It's worked out pretty well. So that's actually an IMAX, but like the next scenes uh, where he's back in, um, you know, in the, in the cave are, are shorter and you can actually mm. watch this on there because what's cool is the sand is so very lit up. You actually can see the frame size change in between all this. Cause I went back and watched it with the IMAX version. Now, if you don't want to watch the IMAX versions, that's fine. The originals are still there. You just choose which version you want to watch mm -hmm. when you select it. Very, very easy. So we're going to go on. All these other movies were shot very much well into the middle of the 2000 or 2010s. So all these make sense that they were shot with IMAX. So we have Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Captain America Civil War. Uh, the Civil War scene on the airports in IMAX, Mike. So I recommend you guys check that Ooh. out. Uh, Civil War, yep. Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame, Black Widow, and Shang-Chi. Um, I assume when Eternals hits, it will also be an IMAX, but ev pretty much every movie from, uh, Guardians 1 on, uh, 2 on was, has been an IMAX, so, um, yeah, I, think that's really I have cool. like two... 
Yeah, I have two thoughts on this now, especially since you said IMAX is the one that kind of retains all of these, like, yes. rights. Uh, it makes me think it's been a really bad year for IMAX, right? You know, how many people yes. have been going to the movie theater to indulge in that premium ticket price? Not a lot. So I wonder if this kind of, like, maybe forced their hand, right? Like, oh, well, we could get a nice chunk of change from Disney if we let them stream these uh, IMAX versions. So hopefully it's here to stay. I think it's a cool option to have, and it's, like, a good marketing gimmick, too, for a streaming service. Yeah. So that's uh, that's great to have. Uh, also, um, it just makes me curious, like for filmmaking in general, right? You know, if like the IMAX version is going to be something that becomes marketable, you know, maybe they won't call it like maybe Netflix, right? They won't call it IMAX, but they'll call it like premium full frame or something. And you can only watch it if you have like the 4K version of like streaming Netflix, yeah. right? Because um, like like you said before, like cameras can do it, right? Like the digital cameras are getting fancier and fancier and fancier. Like they're giving you more and more than what you need. Um, I know there's some like uh, not professional filmmakers, but there are some like video content creators out there that are using like full 360 cameras mm -hmm. and not using it just to do, you know, like that. Uh, uh, what, what's the Mario game where, where he jumps around from planet to planet? Oh, um, Galaxy. 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 Right. Like not just to do the Mario Galaxy effect where it looks like you're walking like, you know, on a little planet when you're going down your street. But it's just like, oh, yeah, if I film what I'm doing with like a 360 camera, like I can just pull like a frame literally anywhere from the whole experience that I'm having. Uh, so, yeah, I, I my my big galaxy brain is thinking that this uh, full frame is just another marketing well, they, tool that we'll see down the line. Well, they're also competing with TV shows, right? Like TV quality, show quality has come up a long way from a long time. There's, we have event television again. Um, and, you know, IMAX, you know, event movies come out, you know, once once a month. Event television's like four weeks long. And we get full frames on all television shows, right? They don't cut yeah. them. To theater, so like, why are we losing a, this ratio? If it's already exactly, there? and that's a whole other thing. People are the line between like TV and movie is really starting to blur when you experience everything on a streaming service, right? So if somebody gets really used, like to you said, watching a binging a TV show hours and hours where it fills up every pixel of their TV, and then they put on like Dune or something, and then they have those black bars at the top, they they might be like okay, well, this is, I got to get used to this now, yeah. which it used to not be something that you had to get used to, but it, interesting. I, I wasn't expecting that we'd, uh, that we'd uh, deep dive well, into IMAX so much, but I, 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 you enlightened yeah. me, Chris, well, with some of your it's, info. It's funny. The last thing I'll add to this is uh, whenever I was building my home theater, I was looking into IMAX things because IMAX before Disney plus has very, very stringent um, pieces of equipment you have to buy to run their movies through their services. Mm -hmm. And the services they only run on um, is Sony's Bravia Core, which is only like five TVs, Rakuten TV, uh, and a couple other uh, Japanese, South Korean um, stores. So this is really huge to be available to everybody on an American streaming service. And again, at no extra cost. So um, now let's hear, I, I, I think this is, like you said, this is the first step. We can do it. We can give it to people. We don't have to control our ecosystem as much because people want to watch it and we can get money from it um, rather than like saying you have to buy this TV and this sound system and this receiver and this, you know, whatever. So it's really dumb that they've, they've held it so close chest so far, but now I think this is going to open the world to people like I want more IMAX stuff. Uh, give it to me, but I'm not buying your $2,000, you know, projector for it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. so, um, but anyway, that's a good list of movies, including Shang-Chi and Black Widow, which just came out this uh this year uh so that's that's good you can check those out right right now moving on mike 
I if I had a nickel for every time I've woken up uh, this week or looked at my phone this week, <laughs> and you said, "Where is the Spider-Man trailer?" I, I'd, I'd be rich. I, I would have. To, I'd be able to quit the podcast and make. It was Spider-Man just movie. we have been going through turmoil the last couple weeks, right? Really trying to nail down the marketing sensibilities of Sony Pictures, Sony. <laughs> right? We thought that they wanted to capitalize on putting it in front of the Eternals. No, that didn't happen. We thought, okay, maybe they want to get it out before Disney Plus Day. Like, no. Then there was a weird part of me, like, oh, maybe they'll put it out the day before Disney. Plus plus day to maybe try to synergize on some of that buzz but now it's really starting to feel like they want the disney plus day to wash over and be done and then swoop in yep well and and in that case you are in luck because as of yesterday there is a special event in la to watch this trailer at like 5 p.m or 6 p.m or something like that like not even an online event this is an in-person event on tuesday to watch this trailer that's how wild (laughs) this has gotten yeah, I hate everything about this, but yes. also I hate it that it's so close. Like, it's in Sherman Oaks, California, which is, like, at a movie theater just down the street from where I live. This is actually a movie theater we used to go to quite a bit. It used to be called an Arclight, but then those closed uh, due to the pandemic, and then Regal came in and purchased them, so now it's a Regal theater. Uh, but, yeah, I, I also have a Tuesday off of uh, work too. Yep. So like I am free the whole day. I could theoretically go into this movie theater. You know, I, th- there'll probably be some sort of line, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know what I'll have to put up with, but like, what am I about to do to watch a trailer a and then trailer. quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote, special guests or special appearances. There's something special touted with the trailer so uh i made the joke the other day that everyone thinks it's going to be tom holland but it's probably going to be tony revelori shows up to to like talk about the trailer or something i don't know i don't know if i'm going to do it uh but this is what it's come to they think their trailer is and it's not even a premiere trailer it's like the second trailer right we already know everything about this movie to begin with so this is funny because it um a couple things have come true. This is literally one month before the 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 it comes out in theaters. And what did I say when tickets would go on sale? One mm-hmm. month before this, um, you have an opportunity to walk down and do it, but we, you don't have to. That's fine. But like literally, when does an on like an in person event beat the online plans for a trailer? Like what? Like something a three minute clip that we can watch at home, right? Like that you know very easily. Like this is uh, this is unheard of right now. So yeah, I'm just my mind is completely blown. Yeah, I don't know, like, there's a small part of my brain that I have to keep quieting that's saying, like, you gotta go, because they're gonna show everybody the whole movie there, that's gonna be the surprise, they're just gonna click play and everyone's gonna get to see it, but then I just keep thinking, there's no way they can keep all of those people under wraps for a whole month, like, there's supposed to be tons of crazy shit happening in this movie that I'm sure they wanna keep secret, and they're not just gonna show a bunch of randos that stood in line the movie a month early. Well, we're gonna gonna jump ahead, because there are too many spoilers out in the open for this movie right now, like, too many spoilers. I don't know what we're going to see in this. I don't know what we're going to get. There, the, the expectations um, from not just, I, I think from us, we want a good movie, but like, again, we have to judge this movie for what it is, not for what we think it should have. Like the people have rumored this movie to goddamn death. And, and like, <laughs> you know, if one thing doesn't happen that somebody rumored is there's gonna, might be riots, but it's still a Spider-Man movie. And I feel like, you know, they've, they've worked their way up to this and I'm very excited to watch it. But like, there are spoilers already out in the open, and so avoid the internet, block those keywords, you know, stay afloat. But, like, I don't think they're going to show the whole movie, but, like, I want this to be online, like, that day. Um, <laughs> like, so, like, hopefully if you got, if you did go and you watch this, you come home, we could, wa- we could literally talk about it, 
real quick like we did with Morbius because I'd much rather talk about Spider-Man with you for 20 minutes than Morbius for five um, <laughs> if I was honest for you but you know um, you know the hype levels are high they also released a new poster this week we talked about this um, literally I think it was like a real, well, we talked we recorded last week and like it'll be out at midnight and at like 11 o'clock it dropped like from last week so yeah it, and what did they the, add what did the, what little thing did they add to this trailer to make yeah the, the, poster? the poster basically seems to be all but confirming the existence of uh four villains like Yes. There was lots of uh, a lot of frame, freeze framing that you had to do and in interpretations of the last trailer, but yeah. they definitely are leaning to an Electro and a Sandman, a Goblin and an Octopus. Yes, and we, we uh, actually get the physical Goblin in this. Everyone's like, "Oh, I found him!" I'm, he's not hiding. The Goblin is yeah. not hiding in this trailer. So stop, now, stop the, with the, the zoom ins. <laughs> one but. thing I've I have seen the crazy zoom ins of like where they take that that other poster that's been seen like on the side of a bus that's a very it's a very similar poster but they're like oh if you look at this one shadow in the background it kind of makes out these jagged edges that could be a a vulture possibly and it's just Uh like okay i think you're looking into that one a little bit too much uh but yeah like you said everything and anything has been rumored so it almost seems like an accidental strategy to obfuscate like what's going to be in the movie right if you throw everything out there and nobody knows what's actually going to be in it right and then uh, if if marvel has any inclination about this they will lie to us they will lie to us and lie to us and lie to us even the last spider-man trailer for no way home had that whole scene where he was in the iron spider suit right in that Italian mm-hmm. diner they cut from the movie. So um, I don't think they'll cut anything from the movie here, but like I could see them easily be like, we, we shot this stuff, we're not going to use it. Go ahead and use it in the trailer. Like Lead people down a trail so we can still surprise them a little bit. But like mm-hmm. the the hype for this is so high, but we, we do have confirmation. I guarantee you tickets will be on sale and a trailer will be available for everyone this week, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. But this online event, if you go, do let me know. If you don't go, I totally understand. But um, this is definitely... Something we will be talking about next week at the latest mm-hmm. on the show, yeah. I believe. So, buckle up, buckaroos. But, in all of Mike's question, hey, did we get Spider-Man this week? I've been messing with them because the Avengers <laughs> game gave us their Spider-Man trailer this week instead. Um, so, I don't... You, you gotta watch that earlier, right? This week, Mike, the the trailer. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm flicking through it right now the, to yeah. uh, re, uh, re- so, remind myself. Um, this uh, I can't pin the voice yet. They've not revealed the voice actor. That'll be later this week because um, he drops November 30th on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 for free uh, as a character. And he's uh, is do, they're doing what's called, I think it's like a hero event. So he doesn't have campaign level missions like Hawkeye and um, you know Black Panther did because technically he's only on one system and not the others. But I would love for them to drop more characters like every six weeks like this. Like we don't need a whole storyline. We could just drop characters. But... It, it looks to be a traditional traditional Spider-Man kind of character. Um, there's nothing really revealed here. I'd love to see his actual you know gameplay combat. Um, I don't know if we had gameplay. I put gameplay in here. I don't think there's any gameplay. Um, but it looks pretty good, Mike. I, I I'm I don't know how you feel about it, but I think Spider-Man looks. <laughs> it's it's so good. funny seeing uh seeing like uh I, a quote unquote a payoff so late, right? Like when yeah. this when this game was announced, they're like, oh, you can only get Spider-Man if you get the PlayStation version, and some people were hemming and hawing and complaining about that. But it's so funny that it didn't come to fruition until like what like. Is this like two years later? No, a year and a one, half this, later? This, no, it's only one year. It's one year <laughs> event was last month. Yeah, it just seems so. It yeah. just seems so long, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, uh, not a lot of people. This this game really isn't super buzzworthy anymore. 
Uh, so I, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about Spider-Man well, and it's, Avengers. It's well, it's, it's it's interesting because it's on Game Pass Ultimate, so the number of players has like tripled. I think is what they said. Um, like a third-party people, but like Spider-Man's only on on Sony, so I think like maybe they plan that out to alternate the player base. Um, they they are adding something else. They, they so th- we talked about this off air. Like they're they're revamping the the core system, how you can get more costumes, so on and so forth. But one of the other things they're doing is uh, adding. Um, you can join missions in progress, which was you know something that they they didn't have at launch, which is it's fine. But like now you have like you know two consoles um, generations that can play together. So they're gonna have a a join in session later, which I think will be really really fun. So I'm excited to play Spider Man. I mean that's the only reason I got it for PlayStation um, and to see how he looks and uh, how he how he plays. I, I want to see the gameplay because you know your big question has always been how is his web swinging right? Like what is his uh-huh. web swinging like? So I want to see what that looks like. Yeah. In play here in this uh, yeah. in this report world. back. Let us know. Well, I, I I almost uh, fired up Miles Morales earlier when I turned on my PlayStation. I was like, do I want to? They're like, I need a, I need to copy my save file over from the other one so I don't have to replay the whole game from the start because <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot there. Sticking in Sony's world, Spider Woman is apparently rumored to take place in the MCU as part of the Sony deal with Marvel. Um, Spider Woman, we believe, is in works by Olivia Wilde. Uh, who's working on it so uh we've not heard anything from marvel proper however you know they do take a while to to work on their films a little bit so if spider woman uh gets more announcements later it will be in the mcu is the rumor here which yeah well I think also fine. who know, who knows what the the spider person universe yeah. is going to look like right after all of this uh multiversal uh madness uh yeah. so we'll, we'll see how it how it goes because because plus now we have like the the villain universe which is getting yeah. folded over so uh we'll figure out if there's going to yeah. be one universe or not yeah exactly yeah, we gotta wait for spider-man to end and, and dr strange to get here which i'm glad they're back to back that's that's nice but um even if the spider woman has a history with shield and she has a history with um the scrolls um so i'm which are both you know shield was in was in the mcu and the scrolls are coming up more prevalent in the mcu so i'd be excited to see kind of how they they tie her into this uh in other news for marvel um the the guardians of the galaxy has started filming for for volume three and with that we have uh, a crew photo here of everyone kind of kind of looks like a polaroid picture doesn't it a little bit like the way it's mm-hmm. kind of been done so the biggest news here again will poulter is going to be um adam warlock but actor i'm gonna butcher this guy's name chuck woody awuji uh he's in the upcoming uh uh what's that um the dc show the dc show he's doing uh, peacemaker peacemaker he's in peacemaker as like the leader of that group he was in the trailer uh, he's in an unknown role in this but apparently it was a very sought after role um hmm. i don't know who that would be at all um based on what little bit we know of guardians 3 yeah, I guess it depends on what uh, sought after means, right? Yeah. I'm sure every actor in Hollywood wants to be in James Gunn's next uh, Guardians yeah. movie, even if it's you're playing like a trash can or something like yeah. that. Anything and that's going to be sought after. So yeah, even Sylvester Stallone's coming back, you know, and he's a, he was a side role in too. Now I do have a theory here, and you may not know this character, but what if he is um, the character, the High Evolutionary? Um, I don't yeah. know what the hell that is. <laughs> so he he was a he he's the creator of Rocket essentially. He experiments on things, and tries to push oh. evolution. 
So if he is the the the, the high evolutionary, so he's like one of Rocket's creators, and they're going to delve into Rocket's past a little bit in this, which would be interesting. But also tying into Adam Warlock, who's supposedly the perfect being, right? Like that kind of fits into the storyline with what we what little bit we know so far, but. Um, yeah, I mean that does makes that does make sense. I'm trying to remember. Was it in volume one or volume two where Rocket had that really emotional moment about like his creation? I want to say that was the first one. The first one, I, I believe that's when yeah. they're drunk in nowhere. He's like, yeah, you know, yeah, being, yeah, like ripped mm-hmm. apart stuff like that. Uh, yeah, the High Evolutionary. He's, he he's very much to me. He looks like a, a fuchsia king a little bit. He's got very much a yeah. A I just I just looked him up. Yeah. yeah. Also, he's kind of got the. It seems to be a, a, a mask, if you will, or yeah. some sort of, like, uh, way to hide his face. So, like, yeah, you could really put any actor underneath that, and uh, you don't have to worry about, like, casting for, like, a specific look, really. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it could easily be that. He could be anybody else, like you say. Anyone in the Guardians games um, could could be there. Maybe he's the voice of Cosmo the Space Dog, who's going to get a bigger role in 3 than he had in 2. Probably not. <laughs> Um, but I have been playing Guardians yeah, game, so that's, I had that. Go on. Yeah, I mean, also, like, Rocket, he, he is, like, kind of, like, the least, I would say, developed character backstory-wise, right? Everyone yeah. else has kind of had, like, you know, an origin, if you will, or, you know, we've A seen A reason the to motive. be there, kind of. Yeah, Rocket is, like, I love the character, so I would, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing more from him. Yeah, yeah and, and um, I think him and Groot, probably, but Groot, you know, I don't think we need a lot uh, of his stuff, but, like, yeah, I, I think, you know be interesting to, to have that in there and, and, and do this. So uh, Guardian 3 filming, we'll hopefully see it shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the top of the show, we mentioned Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's currently going through a bunch, apparently, of major reshoots. Now, every film goes through reshoots. We have to iterate uh-huh. this. That doesn't mean it's bad or anything was awful. Every film that's built is baked into it. What this could mean is maybe some early leaks about this, which I you know happened upon are true and Feige's um, again, his uh, Feige hammer uh, is coming down and saying, Hey, change this so we can surprise people next May. They've got extra time to retool. I don't know what this means at all. Uh, it's also probably a very FX heavy film with a lot of magic going on between mm-hmm. Wanda and him. So what does this mean? I don't know, but it's currently filming all the way through December um, to, to get some footage done, which is um, yeah. I wonder happy. if maybe th- I wonder if maybe the if the Doctor Strange movie was the reason that they had to shift a lot of titles around, right? You know, uh, that's what Feige has said officially that the reason they had them shift the slate, basically everything up one slot, was due to production, and maybe the Doctor right. Strange movie was the reason. There could be a million reasons for that, right? And yeah. luckily, so far, the MCU uh, slash Kevin Feige has given us uh, overwhelmingly positive content for the most part, right? Yeah. So we can only assume that. That we'll get good things out of this you know if it was a different universe or like a different director and, or something like that we might be you know really really worried yeah. but um yeah got, so far they have the good they have the goodwill to not worry us so so you, much there is such a stacked cast of actors in this right you know we we, we, we love mm. dr strange in, in this in this universe especially after his stuff in infinity war um, and then, you know, Sam Raimi returning to the to the Marvel or a Marvel character after, you know, um, Spider-Man uh-huh. 3 and, and everybody involved. I think there's a lot of really good things here lining up for this. I'm very excited to see how it goes. Um, yeah. But I mean, I feel like if we get like one more bit of like, you know, quote unquote bad news, uh, expect yeah. really 
uh, annoying uh, headlines Hot because takes. it already started off rough, right? You know, uh, what was it Scott Dickerson? Derrickson. Was, is that Derrickson, right? That was the original director that dropped out, I think, yeah. due to creative differences, right? And then they had uh, yeah, to bring in a ringer. Yeah. They had to bring yeah. in a ringer, so... Um, Yep. Yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit on troubled ground, but uh, fortunately enough for, for the all of the producers involved, they can always like point to COVID, right? Yeah. You know, whether that is the straw man or not of like, oh, no, it's, you know, COVID slowed everything down, got all, everything all mushy. So yeah. uh, it, they got that to lean into for now. <laughs> it, yeah, and I, I honestly, even if Scott Derrickson was there or not, like, I think this movie has success regardless. Um but I'm I'm excited to see Sam Raimi's horror elements kind of come back to it a little bit. And um, as much as I don't like Danny Elfman's scores, he is returning as well. So um, with with Ooh, you're going to be Raimi. in the minority there. The internet loves Danny Elfman. Yeah. Well, I mean, go go listen to some Oingo Boingo from the '80s and tell me what you think. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and what was that? Well, now I'm thinking Family Guy. Is that where they killed John Williams? Like, oh no, now we have to finish the movie with uh, Danny Elfman, and then he just cuts him in half with lightsaber. It's pretty funny. Anyway, um, Doctor Strange doing doing more reshoots, which is fine. They always schedule reshoots. This is an emergency. It's not burning down, but we'll see. We probably will never know what changed until like they make a hardcover book like three years after the fact, but but we'll see. All right, Disney Plus Day, Mike. A whole morning, not even a day, dedicated to Disney Plus, and only <laughs> oh if you were on Twitter. Um, which is which is crazy. I can't believe they. This is how they did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk. Let, yeah, let's talk about this like a a, a bigger scale, just like overall. Uh, I I think the whole thing was a bit of a letdown for me for a couple reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, I think most people were comparing this to a similar day that we had last year, right? The, the and last year. Last year was amazing. Not only did we get announcement from like all quadrants of Disney Plus, like full stack Star Wars announcements, like Marvel announcements, like Pixar announcements, we had like tons of footage. Even with some of the footage being blocked off because, you know, uh, we were just normies that weren't investors, so we didn't get a chance to see some of the the more uh, salacious clips right but now this was touted as an event for everybody it was a whole day that we were branding for it but like the day before me and you were both kind of looking into it like yeah. how do how do we watch this where is it what time does it start and then i think we were both kind of surprised that it started like in the morning like, like 9 east coast eastern like yeah which is crazy because usually when you're marketing something you know you at least wait like hence like look at like apple days right when they're announcing new products they usually wait until like 10 a.m west coast time so the entire country is awake and you can kind of get all of your like media exposure happening at once but like when I woke up, the Pixar stuff was already done, right? And I had to like kind of catch up. You barely got so to luckily, Marvel. You barely got yeah, to Marvel. Yeah, I barely I barely got to Marvel in time. And then I was sad to see that it basically was all happening on a Twitter thread, right? Like I'm sure their social media team worked extremely hard cuz so many tweets came out that day. They had to have all of this language like pre-approved, all of these assets and art ready. Uh, but really the footage didn't even land on Disney Plus's account at least that day. And I went back and I looked at the the Disney Plus account just the, a few hours ago and the footage isn't even there. Yeah, like if you want to look the footage yeah. 
you have to go on the Disney Plus app. And they collected these kind of like 2021 little tiles where they kind of put this stuff together. So like even the footage wasn't really super easy to disseminate, you know, yep. across the Twitter sphere. So like overall, the day was a bit of a, a, a bust for me. Like yeah. I was expecting I was expecting uh, like a 10 and I, I think I got like a four. <laughs> well, I, I think the thing is, like, I agree with you. We, what we got last year was fantastic. Uh, and that was movies and, and TV. So, like, even if we got, you know, three quarters of the, the, the quality of stuff we got last year, it still would have been a success, right? Because it was just Disney+. Plus. But they didn't even temper expectations. They didn't yeah. tell us what to expect. They didn't tell us when to expect it. It literally just happened and we just had to figure it out uh, along the way. And, you know, and, and, and while it's fine that they did it this way, like you said, it's a lot of work, a lot of coordination, a lot of timing, right, mm-hmm. uh, across everything. They didn't even tell us that. Like, if they were just like, hey, we're going to do this online, you know, thing on Twitter, get ready for it, here's where it is, here's when it starts, would have been way better, but we had nothing. I think even the, yeah, after, the evening before, we couldn't log into our Disney Plus accounts on web browsers. Um, remember, <laughs> like, it was down, like, we couldn't get in. Like, yeah. What was yeah, going on? Yeah, because it had, here? like, a... They had like a special landing page and we were trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah. And like all also, unfortunately, like a lot of the Marvel announcements that we'll be talking about felt like I was on repeat from last yeah. year. Like we're getting slightly this... different logos. And it was almost like, oh, guess what? Announced like here it is. Moon Knight is coming. It's like we already knew Moon Knight was yeah. coming. We knew all this. There was nothing really new announced necessarily. And then almost like radio silence from the star Wars side of things. Right. Like we got, it was we'll talk hard, a little that was bit the about to find. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about Obi-Wan, but that part of the day was done before the West coast was even there, awake. I will, <laughs> I will say I, I'm going to disagree. I think Marvel had some new announcements, just not enough detail that you could put in a single image on Twitter. Um, yeah. So, oh, I guess they, I guess they had like really well, two from, from our point of view, yeah. From people that make a superhero show where we're up to date with everything, I would say, yeah, two new things that I didn't really know was going to be happening. Yeah. So, but yeah, overall, that's not enough to I, get me excited. I'm gonna, I guess. I'm gonna go with, I'll give it two and a half, and we'll talk about okay. that in a little bit. So let's go ahead and jump into it. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So by the time Marvel was done, they did everything, and then they gave us a link to a 14 minute video which had like what two minutes of footage. We determined yes, at, at the, the very end, new end. footage. Um, so it, it went through, you know, hey, here's WandaVision, here's um, Falcon Winter Soldier, here's Loki, here's What If, here's a very extended scene from Hawkeye, um, which didn't put in the notes, but I actually really enjoyed that scene because it's a single take, uh, most of it, uh-huh. from a car, which was really cool. We got I, I applaud them for that, and then also confirmation that Hawkeye is at least partially deaf for some of this um, because he couldn't hear what was going on. So that was cool, but then we get into the new stuff. So the first one, we actually got a little bit of a footage of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Um, and, yeah. and, and one thing that I did forget, I actually do, I like the, um, accent he's portraying to the character. Yeah. It, it just seems different. It's not something I've heard from Oscar Isaac before. So it was pretty it, exciting. And he's got different personalities. So each one has probably has a different accent, but what was cool, there was one shot in this. I think the most he's, he, he sees reflection in a glass and he walks off screen and his reflections, their gaze follows him. So it shows like how, mm-hmm. like this is all in his head. He's a little crazy. That's really unhinged. And then there's a, an unhinged scene where a, the Moon Knight costume is literally beating somebody up in a, in a, looks like a, maybe a diner or a restaurant or well, something. Well, it's uh, I, I'm looking at it. It, it seems yeah. to be a, a bathroom. I see mirrors on is both sides. Okay. And we did, 
And we did have that leak like months ago where we got to see the costume, and I believe the, the background was yeah. a bathroom. So this is the 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 other the, part of that scene. The other side, like. yeah. And so I I think what's cool about this one is it's dark. It looks ho- uh, it looks crazy. Oscar Isaac is again a great actor. So I'm very excited to see how versatile he does. With Moon Knight, Mark Spector, and this whole thing. Now, did we get any story-related things? Not at all. We didn't even see Ethan Hawke in this. No sign of Mahershala Ali's blade. We got a full 35 seconds of uh, of Moon Knight. Uh, That's very exciting. So, uh, no date, but it was the first one they announced, so I think it's coming first. If I was to to pull anything out of this, Mike, I think that's coming first, because I'm going to guess the order of these or the order they have for release, if you want to make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, next up was She-Hulk. Um, so She-Hulk gave us a clip. We actually see a little bit of uh, Jennifer Walters. I won't say Jessica Walters, but somebody else um, in her human form. And then we get a very, very much a tease of her in her, what looks to be like an Avengers suit in green body paint and like long black hair. She is tall. She's much taller in that, that form, right? Like, is it yeah, a different like- person or is it CG, you think? I mean, I feel like I've watched this scene a couple of times because it's yeah. the only little glimpse that you can get of her character, which is yeah. a couple shots of basically her torso. And it looks CG to me for yeah. sure. I mean, in a good way, like with big Marvel budget CG. But yeah, I don't think we're just getting green paint. And also, uh, I don't know if they would go full Gamora style, right, for a yeah. TV show. Of like, oh, we're going to paint her like every single episode. And, I think they're going to stick to And she's not that for... tall. Um as an actress, uh, which is interesting because you see her with Mark Ruffalo in his human form later, and then his Professor Hulk thing and another thing. The end scene, yeah, very she interesting. looks, she looks, she looks like a child because that scene they're talking about where she's in like a test chamber, yeah, and uh, uh, Ruff, uh, Hulk Ruffalo, whatever Smart you want to call him. Heart, heart Hulk, uh, Professor Hulk. She, she just looks him. like a little kid. I almost thought it was a different character until yeah. I had to realize. Oh no, the Hulk is giant, and she is Tatiana yeah. Maslany, the actress. <laughs> yeah. So what's interesting about this? So there's some theories here that this may be set during the blip period, um, because Hulk is still Smart Hulk, and he doesn't have his arm in a sling. So this might be the first show that delves into life and the MCU during the five years between the the. The finger snaps. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it it would be logical to assume that you would need a lawyer at some point yeah. in time when it comes to blip related matters, right? You know, I think am I making this up, or did I remember a character at some point in time saying like, "Oh, I came back and somebody else was living in my house." Yeah, yeah, that was like um, that was like I think in the, the beginning of Infinity War or. Or, or no Spider Man, Spider Man, right? Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, was it Spider Man? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I suppose a lawyer would be needed, right, yeah. to get your house back. Well, and then if she got, you know, if if she's working with, you know, the Smart Hulk during that time, maybe she, her original iteration, she gets a blood transfusion from Bruce Banner, which gives her her Hulk powers. You know, it, it could have happened mm. during that time, and she's kind of just been under the radar since. So I don't, I don't know when it takes place, but there is like a very VHS grainy look at the end um, on that look with, with her there, which is very interesting um, with, with, with Mark Ruffalo. So the yeah. other thing... Every, everybody's saying like that's this is kind of her moment of her break. character, kind of like breaking, yeah, the breaking the fourth yeah. wall. So I don't know if they're going to do like 
cutaways yeah right like you know thinking of like family guy that cuts away to gags and stuff like that you know that's something that even like deadpool doesn't do in his films right he will break the fourth wall but i don't really remember cutaway gags necessarily unless they were like cutting away to a different portion of that scene like spinning the camera around to like the corner of the room Mm -hmm. Uh, but this would be definitely a cutaway i can't imagine in what literal sense that her and her cousin would need to record like a grainy commercial well here's the thing what if this is her doing a law commercial before they were both hulks like mark ruffalo looks a little younger in that photo like or or like you know maybe he is an avenger but he's not in hulk form and like she's using that as a as a reason to use her yeah, as a maybe lawyer. but but like why would they be dressed like that right well, this th- would be like this is this am- look is like 20 to 30 years in the past right like, but this, it's like an amateur co- lawyer commercial i mean lawyer commercials are the worst have you ever watched one on tv like they they don't splurge for that kind of stuff. So I, I feel now, like it looks like an this old, could, like a cheap commercial someone's making. Yeah. I do have a feeling that uh, since Disney Plus Day gave us very little to talk about footage wise, we are stuck to talk about the things that they gave us. And yeah. I, I, I do have the feeling that this probably is just going to be like a one off joke. Like, oh, remember that time we made yeah. that commercial yeah. and that dude said that he was going to give us something big budget and then we got this. Uh, so, yeah, it could just be a one off joke. But yeah. um Either way, it's it's uh, yeah. funny to see uh, Ruffalo and like uh, a little poofy curly hair. <laughs> he, he is he is all over the place. He's smart Hulk. He he's regular Banner. He's all over the place. Now I do want to talk about one thing because you did mention to me you don't like the new She Hulk logo. Now unprovoked, I had three people say I really like the new She Hulk logo. <laughs> so I'm like, this is really interesting. Oh, like to hear I, the, the sides of both I, of it because I'm like. The first one's comic is literally the original was taken from the comic book cover pages, and this new one is um, kind of like I nip just, t- it looks like Nip Tuck. If I was going to, that's be exact. It's exactly what I thought too. It also just looks like it would be in a lineup of like CBS dramas, right? Like oh, Law and Order, and then She Hulk, and then Law and Order SVU or whatever other offshoot they have. The only the only interesting bit of this specific design, which I saw somebody talk about on Twitter, is that it has that look of She slash Hulk. So, and that's kind of what people have been doing uh, recently in the last couple of years when they're uh, showing support for the trans community of listing your pronouns on the internet. And yeah. this is almost kind of like a, a f- not like a funny take, but like an interesting take of, oh, her pronouns are she slash Hulk. So uh-huh. I like that idea of what that logo, but yeah, it does look like just like medical drama to me, yeah, right? It, when I see the logo. <laughs> it, it's an Nantuck and it's got the city skyline with the green. So I, I don't, I again... None of these are really finalized till they're done anyway, and we see footage. But well, like, all, it is an evolution also, from the other one. Also, like from a from a graphic designer's point of view, uh, even somebody that would put a lot of work into something like this, relatively low stakes at the end of the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares what the logo is no. after they start watching the show, which is really degrading the type of work that I do. But I mean, I guess I'm allowed to because that's, that's what I'm doing. But yeah, yeah, no one's gonna care about the logo once you start uh once you start yeah. watching it every week. And then as a comic book reader, I'm at least glad they're not ripping off the comic book logos and saying, "Well, here's your logo." I'm like, you, you you've been using that in the comic books. Like you're gonna confuse people. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways. But speaking of confusing people, on to the next topic, Miss Marvel. <laughs> um, we got. We don't know if she has stretchy powers. She. We don't know if she has crystal powers. All we know is that they said her show specifically is quarter four for Disney, which is j- between July and September of next year. Meaning, I think Moon Knight will be first, She Hulk is second, Miss Marvel will be third, and 
some of the discourse has been if the those crystal leaks right, they have time to change that to stretchy powers. I, however, I don't think they're going to change it to stretchy powers, Mike. I think they're going to leave her as is. I mean, the really the two takeaways that I have from this trailer, because like we've said before, this is just like a couple seconds of footage, just like everything else. Uh, there is kind of like this shot here that we have linked to in our show notes where there's some sort of like force that's being yeah. pushed through her. And like visually, it kind of looks like maybe multiversal like kind of visual language that we've kind of been seeing so like maybe she's getting powers or something through like the multiverse colliding i'm just not 100 percent sure what we're looking at here they've said her powers are kree focused that's why she will be in the marvels um Mm -hmm. movie but that's also why i'm like if she's in the marvels movie they're not going to rewrite a movie based on her power change in a tv show um to me, her, her, her abilities look very akin to when Captain Marvel gets her Tesseract powers early on in, in the Mar- Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel movie, right? Like, does that not look like when she's absorbing the energy from the Tesseract when yeah. it explodes? Yeah, maybe. Actually, the one thing that, like, I don't know if this would necessarily be an improvement. I, at the end of the day, I want her to have stretchy powers because I just think that's fun and, like, visually more interesting than some sort of, like, crystal gauntlet, right? But in the comic books... Like, okay, I get it that any, like, you know, uh, that any, any, any character slash child can like any superhero that they want because superheroes are, are bountiful and they're all over the place and you could fall in love with them for really any reason. But there really is no specific reason that, like, Miss Marvel is a fan of Captain Marvel necessarily in, in, in the comic books. Like, right. oh, it's just a superhero that she looks up to. Yeah, I suppose you could glean some sort of personality traits that you might like, but there's no real, like, one-to-one connection. So yeah. in the TV show, that is something that they could add, right? It could be, like, a literal reason that they connect with each other because we yeah. know they're going to share a movie together. Oh, like, oh, I'm Captain Marvel. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to like mentor you because like what happened to me is literally happening to you from the same source. So that could be an advantage there story-wise where you get to connect them together. But there is a brief shot that we saw that I haven't gone back and looked at. So maybe I need to look at it again. And I think it's at the very end where you see like there's like a, yeah, there's like a reflection like in like a skyscraper where she's just kind of almost a floating object, almost like it's a drone, though, like not like a flying or like a swooshing. It's just like a weird, like almost like UFO of a person in a reflection. I'm like, what is that? What am I watching right now? So So I don't I don't know. A lot of unanswered questions. There's there's not there's no details in that shot because I went back and looked. Um, But (laughs) to me, what little bit I can glean is it looks like she is like she is stretched or using her stretchy crystal powers to walk like like make her like start to walk across the city faster um Maybe. if you will I don't know. so that's what it looked like to me it's like a, a, a tall person walking with her with her legs now i will say in the in the avengers game when you're playing as kamala and she embiggens there is like a little glowy effect around her when she uses her embiggening powers polymorph powers mm-hmm. it's not just stretch I, I, it's not she's not mr fantasy but so maybe it's that but i mean we Literally, what we can get out of this phase two of Disney Plus TV shows is literally nothing. We got nothing out of this. Just footage (laughs) that we didn't have before, but not enough footage to actually make a call either way. And Mm -hmm. that's very disappointing. But now we're going to get into stuff we have even less for, Mike. Um, I think that (laughs) the first non-surprising thing is literally um, what if season two um, is is happening right like does that yeah does we that... are we all already knew that right there's yeah. a whole episode on the cutting room floor from season one yeah that's the reason why we knew that there's gonna be a season two and it ended kind of on a cliffhanger for captain carter so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see that 
The uh, one of the this is not something this is something we expected but did not get announced today is the Echo TV show. Right. This is mm-hmm. this is not one of the, when we talk about four new things. This is not one of the four things we we talked about giving two and a half. So Echo is a character that will be in Hawkeye, um, and she is getting her own TV series, which we've heard about rumors about for for weeks or months at this point. So um, someone asked me uh, who is Echo? What does she do? I'm like I don't know. We'll have to meet her in Hawkeye before I can make any calls on this. So, um, she's in the Hawkeye uh, teaser uh, in a couple shots, but other than that, yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't know much. I, I mean, I hope it's a, I hope it's an organic spinoff, right? Because I feel like the Hawkeye show is already doing a lot of legwork, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's handing over the mantle to Haley Steinfeld, right? And yeah. we're gonna possibly be seeing a. Uh, Black Widow sister. I always forget Florence Yelena. Pugh. Uh, yeah. She's possibly going to be in there. Uh, so, and we got to introduce Echo as well for her own series. So, and they're pitching the show because we did get to see like a little bit of a trailer, a longer look at it. Um, it still seems to really feel like it's going to take place over maybe a week or two, right? right. Or even just a couple of days, a short time period. He's going to be home uh, in time for like, Christmas, man. Yeah, he's entertaining his family in the city. So it's just like, it sounds like they're going to pack a lot into this show. So hopefully it goes off yeah. pretty well yeah but it looks like it'll be kind of some payoff from when he was uh ronin uh during the the blip era so we'll mm. we'll see that uh this had been rumored about forever but not confirmed until this week is a continuation of the x-men animated tv series so this they better bring that song if they don't bring that song like I don't. I want them to re-record it and like high lossless definition. Give me like an extra like minute. Like do like the make like an extended uh-huh. version and then pay some sort of like Japanese studio just an un- ungodly oh, yeah. amount of money to like remake like just a baller like intro and just like the make the craziest like minute and a half ever. Yeah. And then I don't care what's in the episode as long as that intro is tight. <laughs> exactly. So this is uh, the anime continuation of the X Men animated show, which is on Disney Plus, by the way. Um, the original, some of the original cast is returning. Some there are new voice actors as well. Not everyone is returning. I think the only one I saw for sure is like the actress of Jubilee isn't coming back, or something like that. Um, is Morph coming back? Was Morph canonically dead in the in the '90s show? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if he what came his fa- back. I don't know if he came back either. He had such a weird voice, right? Like yeah. he had the voice like a human would never make. So like I always remembered his like nasaliness. Yeah, um, but this is being written head writers uh, Bo DeMeo, who's uh, wrote the Witcher uh, series. So he is mm-hmm. he is taking over here, which is really cool. So I'm excited to see kind of kind of more of this. Uh, I'm looking to see for Morph actually if he was even. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting challenge, right, to bring back X Men '97. Uh, because what is it that that the nostalgia, what is it that people want to see, right? Yeah. Like, first of all, I think people want to see the visual art style return. It's such a nostalgic look for the characters that yeah. I think if you got the look right, you know, you're halfway there, right? Or at least I would say two-thirds there. So the other third, right, is like, what stories are you going to tell? What's left? And I think <laughs> and I, I think what you do is just you do classic X-Men adaptations, right? Like, that's kind of what the animated series was really good at, right? Like, they didn't try to reinvent the wheel. They're just like, I don't know, what, what comic book stories do you like? Let's just well, tell those. So like, they, just adapt the comic the, books. So the problem with that is they've already adapted a lot of the classics already. So I think, but there's like, you know what, 20... 20 uh, you know 25 years of new x-men stories they could adapt mm-hmm. and and kind of tell 
along the way. And Morph did live, by the way. He was he was seen in the last shot in the finale, so he's still oh, okay. X-Men, so there you yeah. go, Mike. It's funny because I'm such a I think everybody from the nineties is such a huge fan of the series, yeah. but I've I've never been a completionist of it. Like yeah. I've seen like a decent chunk of it, but much like all cartoons back in the nineties, they were not aired in like a sensical or a, in a sensible way, right? Like you'd get like mm-hmm. maybe like the first like eight episodes on repeat for half of a year, and then you wouldn't think there'd be any more. Then all of a sudden they'd start airing them again with no pomp and well, circumstance. And like the new ones, if you were... had a TV guide subscription, like maybe you got a little bit more information. Well, the new ones were on Saturdays, but then like there were reruns during the week, and they were all out of order on Fox Kids. Yeah, so it's... I've, yeah, I've then, seen so many, then, so many times. I don't know but where they take place even. Yeah, and then they they were kind of doing something uh, interesting. I think before maybe some of the Justice League cartoons came in and started doing this, where they were telling like little mini arcs, mm-hmm. right? Where you, you would get a couple episodes in a row that would be connected, but then, you know, they wouldn't be connected with other ones later down the line. So it was just all over the place. So uh, either way, I don't think you're, you're going to have to be like a completionist of the original series to yeah, jump into the, to the 97. If, if you version. want to, it's all on Disney Plus though so you can check it out it doesn't hold I'm gonna be honest it doesn't hold up I tried to watch it you know last year it's not it's not good I I like thinking (laughs) of it in rose tinted glasses because some of those voice acting some of that animation isn't as good as you think it is now um so if you want to be just just be careful with it when you get back I think it I think people just really liked it because it felt like a mature cartoon right yeah you know uh the Japanese uh uh, popular Yeah, like the like the Japanese population was like getting this stuff all the time. They were used to like cartoons with stakes. This was almost like the first Western cartoon that we had where there were yeah. stakes involved. And then you know, uh, anime came in and like you know, much like myself, everybody fell in love with the stakes yeah. and, and long term stories of like it, anime. So well, and this aired in tandem with this animated Spider Man show, which everybody loves as mm-hmm. well as watch. So there is that. Speaking of animated Spider-Man, we didn't get a continuation of the Spider-Man animated stuff, but we're getting a brand new animated Spider-Man show called Spider-Man Freshman Year. And this is officially a take on Tom Holland's Spider-Man before we we catch up with him in Civil War. So um, this is there might be an Uncle Ben. We might see him actually get how his powers got, you know, he got his powers. I don't know. But like this is an animated show that will tell us early stuff about how spider-man yeah lived. i think this is this is this is cool i think this, this is really cool because uh everybody was tired of seeing the origins of spider-man on a featured movie it almost just felt like you were taking up too much time but this seems like a good way yeah. to kind of go back and explore it in an episodic take um i hope they get the voice actor from the what if series because that yeah. guy sounded a hell of a lot like tom holland right yeah. i feel like it really worked um, one thing that was cool about this, like, since this is like officially almost like officially licensed, like MCU content, uh, the showrunner popped up in my timeline, uh, because a lot of people in the animation community was really excited for him. He was like a writer on like a bunch of stuff, like Cartoon Network things like Craig of the Creek, the Owl yeah. House, a lot of like prestige, like, uh, Disney, uh, kids cartoons that people are really into. So this is like a big promotion, right? To go from kind of, you know, making these, um, these uh, critically acclaimed kids cartoons, but now show running like something within the MCU. Like that's a, yeah. that's a big, uh, that's a big promotion for that person. So uh, and, I'm looking forward to see what they do with the show. And, and while the official logo doesn't have, I did see someone else share uh, a logo that has like the, the Peter Parker in it and it looks mm-hmm. very much like a comic booky. 
Peter Parker. So hopefully this is like a 20 minute episode. It, it does not, it does not the what if animation is all I'm trying to say. Like Marvel mm-hmm. animation is going down. Like we are doing different styles based on the story. Yeah. So now to get within the, uh, to get within the weeds of it, I am really curious. What are the legal rights of this story? Right. This is a series. Mm-hmm set within the MCU, but mm-hmm. is Sony involved at all? Do they have to give Sony any lick of money, so, right? Because this is not a cinematic interpretation they, of the Spider-Man character. They do not. So, again, previously, um, this may be part of a deal because it's a little different, but any Spider-Man TV show does is not owned, operated, or maintained by Sony. Um, yeah. That's why I like the new stuff. But like you mentioned, like this is going backwards based on Sony stuff. Yeah. Uh, which so is this shared. is... I've, yeah, I feel like this is almost like a bit of like a tool of leverage for Marvel, right? It's just like, hey, Sony, look at look at what we're doing here. We have a whole platform, a juggernaut known as Disney Plus, where we can usurp your whole lawyer crew over there, yeah. right? So like, maybe start to play ball a little bit more. And I think, uh, I mean, I I have no sympathy for corporations overall, but it's just funny watching the little machinations I, happen. Well, and I don't think there's any right now bad blood. I don't think there's anything bad between everybody. So that that that's always um, a plus with with that kind of going on. But yeah, I think I think there's some opportunity here to be like, yeah, hey, you shouldn't give your Spider-Man library to Netflix. Let's bring them to Disney Plus and have all the MCU here. Uh, next up is I am Groot. Um, we already knew about this, uh, but just confirmation is Baby Groot. Everyone was like, is it Teen Groot? Is it Adult Groot? Is Baby Groot? So um, I don't think this will have any. Um, I guess impact on the mcu at large probably it's probably just fun little shorts so yeah so i guess it's just yeah kind i like wonder Olaf if this is going to be but group <laughs> yeah we we, we said so we were going to talk about that at the yeah. top of the show but i guess uh i didn't realize the shorts were going to be so short it was yeah. like uh i think they are listed as like five minutes long but then with Three the minutes. opening credits and yeah. the end credits there's like barely anything yeah. and then uh psa if you want to watch them all go to the bottom uh, one. scroll to the scroll to the yeah. last episode because it's just a compilation of all that, of that's, them that's what we did we went to the bottom and i'm like oh it's 11 <laughs> minutes this is all of them great because Olaf presents yeah. is, he's telling so in frozen 2 he tells the story of frozen 1 and at the end of it he tells mm. the story of frozen and it's really funny um josh got does great so he does on um, these what five um disney yeah, classics diff- and yeah there's like aladdin tangled moana little mermaid and Another one I'm not thinking of. Uh, Lion King, Lion King. Lion King, that's right. So, So, yeah, don't be so. I wouldn't be surprised if these Groot Groot shorts are short, 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 short. short. (laughs) Like, you know, just little tiny. Yeah, exactly. So, I I wouldn't be. I I feel like the same vein as that. Um, But, like, maybe Mm -hmm. he's Groot retelling Marvel stories. Like, these Mm -hmm. are movies from the MCU, but they're Groot. I I would watch that. That'd be funny. Um, not a new thing, but a new logo is Ironheart. It's literally a heart made out of iron on this logo. So, yeah, I, if, if there was anything to interpret from this is maybe a bit of a homegrown built yeah. suit, she right? Yep. You know, like, yeah, I, th- like I think maybe that's what she, they said. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think she's going to get trapped in a cave necessarily and have to build a robot from scraps, but, well, you know, looks like scraps may be involved. <laughs> yeah, something something will be for sure. Definitely not clean. This is the biggest surprise for me, Mike, and the biggest winner of the week um, for this. Actually, had the most likes, most interactions online is Agatha House of Harkness series is coming to, to, to Disney+. Plus. Oh, wow. I mean... Um, we kind of had heavy rumors that this was yeah. going to be happening. Uh, if you listen to the show, 
So I wasn't super surprised to see it, but I guess the the logo is pretty spooky. Uh, yeah. I was surprised, I guess, that they confirm something maybe so quickly. Right. Well, and a lot of those rumors we heard, there, there were a lot of shots in the dark, right? Like anything could have mm-hmm. been it. So last time we saw Agatha, she was, you know, kind of mind controlled to stay in that town by Wanda. Mm. So, you know, is something going to happen to Wanda? Is this a history of Agatha? What's, what's going to happen here and how's it play out? I don't know. Catherine Hahn's an amazing actress. She's going to do great yeah. in this. Um, I, I think I think the most important thing to take away from this bit of news is this seems like something that was decided after the fact, right? I don't think when WandaVision as a show was in production, they had any thought to spin off Agatha. I think just things came out so well. The yeah. audience's uh, reception of the character was so positive, and they probably had just such a great time with Didn't Catherine they- Hahn in general. They're like, oh, let's spin off this character. So this is an, I think this is an important thing to note, that when you're watching a Disney Plus series, if there's just a character that's just becoming such a standout, there's mm-hmm. a chance that they might get their own show, whether we need it or not. You well, know? I, I feel like the same way with Echo, but that's probably more of an internal thing than an external thing, where Agatha is probably more of an external thing than an internal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, that brings me to actually another point. I was talking to someone, or I was reading an article with a conversation or something like that. They said that there really is no... Feige has no dry erase board at Marvel of characters. They actually put stuff out there and see what the audience reacts to, and then they kind of build their plan from that. And this feels like the most relevant or most... I, I don't best example of that happening. Nope. Out there. Nope. They're get, I'm getting on to them. Yeah. I've said, I've wanted to see this elusive whiteboard for so many years now. And they, 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 they see they me sniffing so. around getting close. Yeah. So they, they're like, we got to throw them off the trail. Yeah. We got to we gotta put to bed this rumor of the whiteboard out here because we don't want them That's right. searching for it. But I know there's a whiteboard somewhere. Yeah. There, uh, unequivocally, there is a whiteboard with something just, written on it that has not been announced yet. It just says profit. Um, MCU <laughs> equals profit. Um, yep, exactly. That's so, exactly what it says. It. Uh, but I, I would think uh, content-wise for the show, it would make the most sense to do like a before and after. Yeah. Like uh, what? what's it – what – how does she deal with defeat after like, you know, maybe like shaking off this yeah. magic, you know, I'm sure there's going to be lots of crazy stuff multiverse. happening in the multiverse of madness. And yeah. like, you know, the, her spells and enchantments aren't going to like stay forever. Yeah. And then also like flashback to the past to kind of explain like the Salem, witch trials a little bit more within the MCU that would be helpful. Uh, the, so, uh, well, my biggest complaint about WandaVision was like, how the, how the hell did Agatha end up in this town that one just mm-hmm. happened to burst into, you know, um, to magic from so hopefully they use this show as an as a as a way to explain that not just so Mm. i feel a little bit better not that they have to but maybe they'll do that so i feel a little bit better and sleep at night about that yeah next up is marvel zombies now here's the biggest question is this the what if series or is it the comic book version marvel zombies and the logo for this is very much the comic book version um, which actually has the superheroes retain their knowledge and personalities after becoming zombies. They just know they have to eat people to do that. Yeah. So. so if you watch the 2021 kind of retrospective in whole uh, for uh, the Disney yep. Plus Day for Marvel, they do show the Marvel Zombies logo, and then right after they show it, they cut to a shot of uh, zombie Scarlet Wanda. Witch, yeah from from what if so i don't know but that seems to be a pretty clear indication it, that that's what they're thinking uh well, but I, I, i'd like know, to agree with that but she was killed in uh the finale <laughs> yeah i guess that's true yeah <laughs> so, she was pulled from a different universe uh, well the planet exploded yeah. i i could a zombie 
uh, Wanda, witch maybe. survive a planet exploding? I don't know, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but, could, it could go yeah. either way, but the logo leans, like, I don't know, that zombie universe kind of sucks. Like, they literally just killed half the heroes in, like, a, a subway fight, right? Like, why why wait that long to kill half the, the heroes? So I'm like, you need a world where yeah. they can actually do more with this a little longer. So Yeah. Is there a way to like reboot like the zombie universe a little bit? I mean, like I, you know, Paul Rudd in a, uh, in a, in Helmet? a jar of a head. I, it's funny. I like it. Right. You know, is that where we're picking up where we're yeah. leaving off? But yeah, you are right. They killed a lot of uh, characters. I feel like a reboot is in order. Yeah. Or, or a different universe with different zombie infection. Like, there's an opportunity here, and you know, if it's animated, even better. They can go down all those yeah. those rabbit holes. I'm, I'm curious with these animated shows, um, you know, with Spider-Man and um, and with zombies, if they're gonna maybe approach a different art style from yeah. What If. Uh, I would say probably not because usually a lot of animation, a lot of the pre-production comes into coming up with a look and a pipeline so you can like easily crank out more stuff along the way. Like that's why you see a lot of like shows that look a lot like Bob's Burgers that come out of that studio, right? Because they have that whole pipeline set up already. You know, it's really easy to rig and create new characters that look similar, even though they might not be in the same universe. So I wouldn't be surprised if these shows end up looking like what if, but like I would hope maybe like a Marvel zombie show would look a little bit more like rough and ragged to kind of fit the tone well freshman well x-men 97 is not gonna look the same so that's interesting uh oh yeah i know yeah that definitely freshman year is also a different art style if you go look at the the reveal of the character peter parker so well that also could just be you know con 2d concept art too so we'll we'll have to wait and see on that but yeah it would be weird if x-men 97 wasn't yeah so well i'm saying like i think i think that they're not they don't have one studio i think marvel's farming these out to other companies because they don't have an in-house animation studio so i think we're going to see different styles is my my theory on those as well so i don't we'll see guess what we don't have anything to go on other than a logo so here we are (laughs) pissing in the wind if you will um this was cool secret invasion got a new title card which is you know nice and fun however i think the biggest reveal for me is samuel l jackson he is aged up his eye is scratched and he's not wearing an eye patch mike he looks angry he is mean mugging for sure uh unfortunately i really really wish the origin of his eye and his scars wasn't from a cat even if it was an alien cat because i'm looking at this badass looking dude right now right with this like like with this creepy eye and these scars and i go like oh that came from a cat in like a throwaway joke moment type of deal so you know i i won't i won't let it affect my enjoyment of um of secret invasion uh but it is a little unfortunate oh no i think i think it's great i think it's even better that he's made up stories to make it sound like it's not a a a flurkin or an alien cat if you will the whole way through but i i mean it doesn't matter because you know samuel jackson nick fury is always going to be nick fury he's always had that same attitude in this in this series and i i think though this uh and then all the other stuff we don't know about the scrolls the shape-shifting there's a lot we don't know about the show i think this one this one's probably one of my most excited coming forward out of all this. Um, yeah. If I could be, do you on- think this is gonna? Do you think this is gonna send off um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe start winding him down. I, I don't think a Disney Plus show would be the last place that we would see him necessarily. It right. seems like his big send off should be in a movie. He'd be in the. Uh, but he'll probably it, be in the Marvels. Yeah, but I mean, he seems pretty fully realized as a character right yeah. here, right? You know, he's like he's got his like shield 
kind of uh, emblems and logos stripped off of, stripped off of him. He's just he's got the eye patch off. He's got the beard grown. He just looks like he's ready to just like you know well, complete his magnum opus. Well, <laughs> I think I mean honestly, at the end of what was it, um, Winter Soldier, we didn't see him again until. What Infinity War? End of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So he's building a spaceship, Chris. Right. That's where he's been. Well, <laughs> no, he did, well he didn't go to space until after he came back with the with the scrolls. But I think I think we're just hitting the next phase of of Nick Fury, um, a, a space Nick Fury, the spy of spies, dealing with literally espionage of shape shifting characters. I think this is the more fun version of Nick Fury. <laughs> Then, I do love the I do love the idea that we could be cosmic somewhere, a different part yeah. in the galaxy, whether it's with the Guardians or not. And then all of a sudden, like Nick Fury shows up to like you know tell people what's up. Yeah, <laughs> like wait, where did you come from? And, and thank God <laughs> it's not like the comic version where like oh, there's all these life model decoys everywhere. Nick Fury, like nah, mm. I'm like this is just this is just an old human guy who's worn out of you know he's tired of your shit in the universe and he's like I need to mm-hmm. and take some shapeshifters down. But um, I'm I'm excited to see this. This is this is very very high on my my list of excitement uh, things to, to, to look forward to. Yeah. Nick Fury is the best example of a character that would not give a crap about anybody else's planet except for his own. So if yeah. he's like in a spaceship on another planet in another galaxy and like comes across like a celestial or something that's just like, oh, I'm going to blow up your planet to make more planets and increase the universe's size. And he'd be like, no, you're not destroying Earth. I don't care what you do. I'm going to do whatever I can to stop you. It, it, well, I always remember that conversation you had with Loki in Avengers. When it's like, you made me a very desperate man. And he's like, yep, mm-hmm. he, he'll he'll do anything. So, um. Couple couple notes here for the to wrap up the Marvel thing. The online section version of Disney Plus now has a Spider Verse section. Maybe <clears throat> more Spider Man content is coming now after Friday. So keep your eyes open oh, for more Spider Verse stuff. Other shows that are still in the works that we didn't really get any information on: Armor Wars, Loki season two, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So um, those were there, but they really didn't get highlighted at all. So. Surprise, Bummers. surprise. Well, at least if Disney Plus Day gave us anything for Marvel, it was you know. A solid uh, twenty minutes to talk oh, yeah. in the show this week yeah. about stuff coming up. So uh, I guess it wasn't a total 40, loss. Forty minutes. Hey, so, well, what, this is see if you're if you're disappointed with a marketing day from Disney, just come on over to Superhero Slate. We'll we'll stretch it out and exaggerate anything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so next up is Star Wars, Mike. Um, the Obi Wan Kenobi quote unquote sizzle reel and concept art is really all we got out of this. We got nothing. Literally, they've been keeping it secret for years, and this is an opportunity for Vader and Obi-Wan to have a secret battle somewhere in between those movies that we never got to see. Yeah, like, and it makes me wonder, is that what the whole series is going to culminate to? Uh, just a fight with uh, Vader and Obi-Wan? And that sizzle reel, you got to be really careful when you're scrolling through it, right? It is really hard to tell what is new and what's old, <laughs> right? Because you yep. just you got to look for Ewan McGregor with like a, a scraggly beard to know if you're looking at anything new. Because, like, Vader has always looked the same the entirety of his existence, right? You know, I guess he might be rendered in CG in some of the other movies, but, like, if they show you a picture of Vader, you don't know if it's real or not or if it's, like, from the very end uh-huh. of uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith or not. So yeah. he, there, it was hard to pull out brand new stuff from there. Yeah, apparently this takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, but, like, I feel, like, disappointed I don't know much else about the show after, yeah, after they all enter, the Yeah, they they interviewed the uh, the the director, Deborah producer, Chow. showrunner. Yeah, yeah, and, and she said, obviously, we're gonna kind of pick up where he left off from Revenge of the Sith, 
but we're going to explore more after that. There is some concept art of some different locales, uh, but I mean, that's kind of pretty standard Star Wars fare yeah. to like visit different unique areas. So yeah, not a whole lot, not, still not a whole lot to come out of this, right? Yeah, no. Uh, and, and nothing, nothing about all of those other logos <laughs> no. that they showed us last year, right? They announced like a thousand Star Wars things last year, and we don't get follow-ups on no. anything. Andor had no footage again, which they had footage last year. It's supposed to take place in Q4, so like, oh, are we supposed to care by July about Andor? No, I don't think so. Uh, and then Rogue Squadron lost Patty, or was, she's scheduling conflict, so um, it may be delayed indefinitely. So I, that's like disappointing because it's the only movie... I thought we'd we'd get for a while, so yeah. I, I'm honestly like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised just at the state of just Star Wars in general, since it only really seems to be steady within the Disney Plus universe. If we see a headline of like Taika Waititi, yeah, you know, delays indefinitely or moves on to a different project, because exactly. Star Wars has not solidified yet. It's it's just been this murky ground that luckily the Mandalorian rose out of and made something interesting that people wanted to latch on to but yeah nothing else is on solid ground yep pretty much uh so let's shift gears we're going to talk about the next big thing mike gundams gundams Gundams, (laughs) literally literally big in stature yes Uh, there are so many gundam models i was at target last night they have hundreds of gundam models that you can buy now there but uh, legendary pictures shows a look at their live action adaptation i believe this is concept art um mm-hmm. so it's literally the original rx 78 i think is his number gundam um with this big winged thing on its head and glowy green eyes and a fiery blaze of a yeah i think i think you sent this my way yeah. and i just said yep that looks like a gundam, yeah, a gundam. but if, if i had to look into it a little bit more it seems to be a little bit chunkier in like a good way like Gundam like Gundam's even like the original versions of the robots which look a little bit more uh, basic in form and shape have more of like a slender like human appearance I would say like they're obviously mm-hmm. still armored up but they're usually like really tiny waists and like smaller features like this robot almost seems to look slightly more realistic where I'm seeing a little bit more cords and like pumps it, it's and not, beams it's not as polished it's missing some of its armor on one of its shoulder. It looks like maybe someone was trying to sabotage it during the build or something. Maybe. Yeah. Like the, the waistline seems to look a little thicker. It still very much reads like a Gundam because we're yeah. mainly looking at a silhouette here, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be visually slightly different. The only reason I'm a little bit excited about this is Jordan Voigt Roberts. I follow him on Twitter. He is like all in on like these Japanese media products. What, like Kong, he is uh, what, super hype. Kong Skull Island was his, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's super hyped about making this Gundam uh, movie. He's super hyped about the Metal Gear Solid adaptation that he's working on. So the passion is there. Uh, I'm not super familiar with his filmography, you know, kind of outside of Kong. But at least Kong Skull Island had, like, it had, like, it had a sensibility to it, right? It had, like, an interpretation. uh, Whereas, like, kind of some of the other, like, monster stuff was kind of just more straightforward, like, you know tentpole blockbuster movie so yeah. yeah we'll see how this translates to uh to gundam yeah i'm excited i like gundams but you know more gundam wing than the original gundam so we'll we'll see how they do well uh chris you and i both love the uh the twitter account of awful made fan poster oh, yes. Right? yes 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 we do if if you, if you click on this tweet and you scroll down i don't know if the algorithm shows you something different but the uh the first thing you see is a fan-made gundam poster where like tom holland is the oh, pilot God. 
Uh, do, do you see it here? It looks. No, it looks really I don't bad. see that. But you this, also sent it to me. This later. isn't. This is an awful fan. It looks like somebody photoshopped uh, Christian Bale's uh, Batman utility belt <laughs> onto him. Oh no! But uh, yeah, I don't think Tom Holland's gonna be in this one. Yeah, but who no. knows? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll let you know. And lastly, the... I, I think I was. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, usually the standard fare for a yeah. Gundam pilot is you got to be an emo boy. Yeah, so you got to have some sort of young kid. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some sort of emotional, uh, destructive past before you can get into a Gundam. Yeah. And lastly, the last thing I was gonna add here, Mike, is is my own little personal thing. Aqua. Teen Hunger Force is returning as Aqua Dunk side pieces. And <laughs> our first t- teaser of the show came back, and it's pure Aqua Teen. Carl's a, a security guard with, with Shake, and then there's a, a dancing robot. Uh, so this looks like classic Aqua Teen, Mike. I'm excited that we got a preview of it. I didn't think we'd get anything for another year, but um, I'm, I'm excited Aqua is Teen's this, coming back. Is this the, uh, like... Is this the movie no, this that is, they announced? This is the short. So after the movie, they announced um, like some shorts. Like in the meantime, mm-hmm. so there's like eight to ten episodes that'll be back for this season. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because I was uh, just reminded the other week that they announced yeah. like that uh, uh, Metalocalypse was coming yeah. back, and like Venture Brothers, I Venture think was Brothers, another one. Uh, yeah, and Aqua Teen, and uh, I thought there was something else. Maybe, th- maybe there was another one. Yeah. I, I don't know, but okay. Anyway, well, yeah, you uh, you do love your aqua. I team, do, and you? this is very fun. So if you want to check that out, that's in our show notes. Mike, it has been an episode. We got this done. We we've covered Disney Plus Day, uh, thankfully. Uh, whether uh, still a disappointment all around, but anyway, <laughs> we got to talk about it for a while. So, Mike, if people know what you're doing, what you're up to, where can they find you at? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes over on TikTok. And you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. People know more about the show where they can watch our cool videos we're recording right now because we're trying new stuff. Where can they find all this fun stuff at? Yes, if you want to see our OBS experiments, or I should say Chris's experiments mostly, <laughs> uh, head on over to superheroslate.com. We, you can link over to our YouTube page from there. You can follow us wherever else you love to uh, subscribe to uh, delicious podcasts. And also head to Superhero Slate so you can get our show notes. Uh, we talked about so many things uh, this week on the show. Uh, if you want to see that list of IMAX movies again, we got that in our show notes. If you want links to all the Disney Plus Day stuff we talked about, that's over in our show notes as well. Uh, we didn't even talk about like the Pixar stuff from Disney no. Plus Day. <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe if there was more light year stuff, I feel like that kind of uh jives with the show a little bit more because i know our fan base is so excited about the cross-country mater lightning mcqueen uh, road trip right yeah i don't know about that uh but you can find us on apple Podcasts, youtube spotify wherever else you love to listen to find podcasts like ours and you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram get merch at superhero slate.com slash store and please reach out and let us know what you thought of disney plus day was it a bust or was it a boon for you over there? Uh, mm-hmm. Let us know. What are you looking forward to? Are you queuing up in line already to see uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife? We know at least one listener is. That's right. So uh, uh, let us know what you're hyped about here for the rest of 2021. Man, it, I sometimes I forget it's even 2021 to begin with. Uh, yeah, 2022 just around the it corner. So oh, close. God, what is time? Yeah, I know that's like the 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 joke that everybody leans on is what is time anymore, but it's mm-hmm. sad because it's so true. Just because people keep saying it doesn't make it not right. Uh, but if you want to be a super fan of this show, 
it's so easy to do. You just got to share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and go get your booster shot if you're eligible. In some states, uh, you don't even have to be a protected, not protected class, but you don't even have to be like a, a pre-existing condition to get your uh, booster shot anymore. So keep up with that and stay healthy, everybody. And we will be here next week. That's right. We'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.